everybody. Welcome back to the state versus me. This is Juan Lito Valladolid. And I feel like before I jumped into a new episode to elaborate more on the facts behind the tactics that I came across as obstacles by the state, by its representing parties. Heck, even by the attorneys that were supposed to assist me in coming up with a defense on my case. Or not helping me, for that matter. Leading to what eventually was a decision of mine to make a plea deal with the state for crimes that I didn't commit. Because it would give me the best possible outcome. To find myself now here with the ability to speak my truth, my testimony, something that you'd think it would be essential when prosecuting somebody for two felony criminal charges. Um, so I'll elaborate more on the technicalities, the violations, the oversight, the negligence. But for now, I want to use this moment to dedicate my truth to those that are facing the same situations that I faced. The people that are sitting in cells, locked up, with nobody to turn to, nobody to talk to, because everybody who they're encountering has one goal in mind, which is to get a guilty plea conviction out of this person. Because it's the easiest thing than to help them establish a defense to establish the truth and provide them with a fair legal system as one is supposed to be afforded to. For a long time, I was very upset, very upset with everybody who was involved in the legal system, everybody who I came across through means of the court, through means of a police report, through means of a motion, through means of assistance in filing paperwork. I could be upset still, but I'm not. I'm actually grateful because because of the situations that I encountered, because of the circumstances that I had to go through I knew that there was more purpose to my life than the person that I was before getting arrested that's what keeps me motivated to stay sober that's what keeps me motivated to keep going back to school that's what keeps me motivated to exceed the expectations of the people around me and the people that I encountered because in progressing in my own personal goals now I know that that progress could not have been done without none or the other, without the company of Jesus, my Father, my Lord and Savior, my Lord, my Savior. Because of the situation that I encountered myself in, because of the circumstances that I was in, I was forced actually to reconcile my relationship with God. When I was incarcerated, the only book I could get my hands on when I was thrown into the hole. 
after initiating a lawsuit against the sheriff's department. Um, I entered into circumstances with some guards that resulted in me being thrown into the hole one out of two times. Um, and I'll touch base on that later on. But for right now, I want to dedicate this um, episode to those that don't think people understand what they're going through. For the people that have gone through it in the past and made it through. Our stories will make a difference and it can help better the system that was fractured when we went through it. And our, our truth can bring about change. I don't think most people that were that have gone through addiction that have gone through personal struggles and that have gone through the legal system in the midst of all that I don't think too many people are able to bounce back from the depths of all that that I bounced back and that's why I know that I couldn't have done it alone I am so thankful to God because of him in my life I am changed from growing up an educated gay Latino to a two-time wrongfully convicted felon by the state of Arizona he has shown mercy on me I could have faced my circum I could have faced circumstances that could have definitely changed the course of my life in a terribly horrible way but instead God is using the terrible schemes of the broken system to enlighten me and the corrupt ways our system has began to establish itself by. When attorneys themselves tell you the courts are not here to help innocent people, but instead to fast-track the guilty into sentences, why would you expect anyone to care at all to hear what you have to say? They have their mind set up, and they know the steps to get you to their desired end result. From cops falsifying police reports to the Professional Standards Bureau not investigating claims properly. The fact that countless individuals in the judicial system at some point failed to ask for my account of the matters I was accused of. The choices that were made to knowingly not help me because of the information they had about me. I was a drug addict who made countless mistakes to stay high, which led to a life surrounded by some pretty shady people. Because of those circumstances, I had made difficult choices in that period of my life to maintain the independent lifestyle I had come accustomed to. Due to their choices, or lack thereof, plus the third-party information gathered by witnesses which had been named as suspects involved in a missing gun report I had made, the police department failed to connect dots, and from then on it was more about punishment for other things they assume I did and not, provide, and not providing me with, the, with justice. A fair legal process, the same process any person in America being prosecuted for a crime should be afforded. They taught they thought me to be one of those drug addicts who can't sober up fast enough to figure out what is going on around them. Instead, thanks to God, I was able to sober up while incarcerated. I studied the justice system in the time I was there, basically from the inside out. I felt like I was in the belly of a dragon. God showed me that the attorneys in place by the public defender's office were only in the way of receiving the fairness that I should have been afforded. I got a private fourth attorney last name Godly. But instead of being godly, she fell into the schemes too. Spent more time trying to convince me to plea out than take it, than take it to trial. 
God showed me she was not good for me. During the process of representing myself, I intimidated the prosecutor with my truth enough at a mandatory plea hearing that the defense counsel assigned to my case had to leave the court building to help the assigned state attorney convince his boss why it was in their best interest to offer me a year and a half years for unlawful flight from law enforcement and three years probation for shooting a man. Yes, for shooting a man. In another episode, I will share why I had to shoot him and how the judicial system I grew up believing in failed me. God opened my eyes in ways that I could have not found on my own. He gives me clarity to see why. He also gives me humility and grace to accept the need to have endured that as a blessing. If I hadn't gone through everything I did in the last four years of my life, I wouldn't have the experience I do with a broken system. They tried to silence me by putting me away. Instead, they sobered me up, got me closer to God than I have ever been in my entire life, and have given me something in life to aspire to be. I want to be the change in the legal system that will help people see that negligence and due process does affect adversely. That pressuring people to plead guilty to crimes they don't commit isn't acceptable by American society. And that God can make the very worst situations in a person's life and very thing that changes them forever. Giving them the purpose and meaning they need to turn their lives around. I now see that my mistakes were intended for me to understand the behind the, scheme, the, behind the scenes schemes and plots between prosecutors and public defenders. The way the civil complaints filed in courts are easily diminished and dismissed without ever having a formal hearing. The complaints are rejected because they are not on formal court documentation. The letters sent to federal agencies were returned to sender instead of being looked into. I understand who I used to be and how it impacts who I am today. What I won't do is let it define who I intend to be. Life is about keeping God close in everything we do, always thanking Him for what He provides, even when it's an injustice, because through that experience I have gained knowledge, experience, and determination. Since understanding that my outlook on life has changed, I am blessed with a daytime job that I love, ability to study criminal justice in real school and not just through the information inmate legal services is willing to provide. I want to share my experience on how the legal system can stack everything against someone. Everything from being wrongfully convicted of two criminal charges to being assaulted by the chief of police's in-law. To being placed in cells with murderers, homophobic inmates, people arrested for gay bashing knowing I was an openly gay male. I want to share how the abuse of authority on many levels contributes to the injustice people face. I want to share my truth, which was never requested on the record of either of my two cases. Not a statement, not a deposition, not a recorded interview. My truth was too much to have on the record. But thanks to God, once I got to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I made a decision that would allow me to be a free man in less time than going to trial. I have access to the resources that allow me to speak my truth and set the record straight. I can't live in fear and worry about how the people involved in my case feel. God knows none of them cared enough to, when they dragged me through the mud for crimes I didn't commit. I apologize in advance if you feel like I'm not Christian enough for you or don't express myself Christian enough in some of my episodes. But if you went through the crap I've gone through, you would be pissed too. I ask God to help me speak in truth and bless me with the courage to not fear my truth, for I used to think it would set me free. I'm using this platform to share my truth with the world. Maybe I can show those that doubted that one man's painful journey is enough to bring about some change because something good has to come from all this horrible experience. 
in future episodes, I plan to give you guys a autobiography about myself, a vocal autobiography. I want to give you guys some background on me because the one twelfth of my lifetime that the criminal justice system tried to use to form an opinion and establish some foundation of of a criminal background against me doesn't equal to the 11 twelfths of my life in which I've never had any exposure to the legal system. I know I've made mistakes. I'll definitely admit to them. But I also understand the need for vagueness in some circumstances. I understand that anything I say can and will be used against me. So, for that reason, I may be kind of vague in some examples of why I know my feelings about being overly surveillanced at times, my feelings about being followed through the city by undercover officers and at times what felt like federal agents. Why I understand that behind the scenes, people didn't want to help me because who they assumed I used to be. The sad part is they never stopped to get try to get to figure it out. Nobody ever stopped to ask the why. Luckily, God sobered me up and he got me to a place where I was able to see clearly. Not only see and understand why they wouldn't help me, but also understand the impact that my background had on the way that they were treating me. It sucks, but I'm so thankful to God that it happened to me. I think other people with a weaker mental capacity would probably had have hurt themselves or done something crazy by now. Instead, I've taken the biggest strategy of my life and I'm dedicated and determined to turn it around and use it as a platform for an example of how a system that is meant to protect America and a system that's supposed to provide a fair process to any person accused of a crime in America to provide that as an example and to use it to boost change and help mend a broken system. In my next episode, I will do an autobiography that'll be pretty candid. Um, I'm an open book. I'm a liberal. Thanks be to God, I'm pro-choice. I will allow him to be the judge of everyone for their actions. Even those that did wrong by me during my case. Even those that did wrong 
during my situation and my circumstances, those people that I assumed would have been helping me, yet they were trying to form against me. I don't wish them any bad. They made their choices because of the bigger pictures they saw in those moments in their life. And But unfortunately... But unfortunately, the negligence in helping me receive a fair legal system and providing me with the proper support during my during my criminal justice process. I can't even say it. I don't even know. I don't even have the words for it. Um. I don't even have the words for it. Just I just know that this podcast is dedicated to the change that I want to see in the legal system to help other people avoid being bulldozed and railroaded by a legal system because they are they have a lack of resources or the people that are in their place, that are placed in their corner to supposedly help them out are doing everything but that. Are everything doing everything doing everything but that. <sighs> I think I got a little off track, but I thank God for giving me the strength and the ability to speak up about the experience that I went through. To help the people that may be coming behind, coming across the same individuals in the legal system, so that they may be provided and afforded a fair legal system and proper due process. That's all we can ask for from a judicial system is for them to provide a fair process and an effort to bring out the truth. And it all should always start with getting both sides of the story. Not just the pieces of the puzzle that you feel you need to build a case. In Jesus' name, please stick around for future episodes. The state versus me.